Welcome to the Weekly Wind Down. Uh, super excited to have everybody with us. And I am G. And I'm joined by a very, 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 very special guest. And uh, we're going to break down the week with you on the Weekly Wind Down. Uh, I'll have her introduce herself. She really needs no special introduction. Well, I'm Key here with G this morning for the Weekly Wind Down. Uh, what you drinking? I'm not sure what this is. A little wine. What is this? Um, yeah, we did martini good. And this is Martini and Rossi. I mean, it's good. It's the, my favorite um, champagne. That's not really champagne. Right. It's a sparkling wine. That's how I like it. You know, I have it cheap and sweet. Kind of like cheap ripple. Cheap and sweet. Yeah. Like Fred G. Sanford. That's how I feel. You know, he wanted the ripple. That's right. That's what I want. I want it to taste like ripple. Well, this is um, this is good and sweet. Get you some if you haven't. Grab yours. Make sure you do. We'll have different wine every week, but it's morning time, so we had to make it the right time for the mimosas. Um, okay, so we're going to introduce ourselves a little differently. Uh, we met on Twitter. Yeah. Can you believe that? You know what? Now that it has progressed, yes. I can believe that. I never thought, and I got on Twitter, I think, just to see what it was. Like I, didn't, I don't think I had any followers initially. I just got on there just to talk to myself out loud. And then, boom, we have followers, and now I'm meeting people that are still like my friends now. That's so weird. I I was trying to figure out when exactly that was. So <sighs> it was 2012. I don't know like the month or anything, but I know it was that year. Because why we can become I, friends? I don't know. I know you started following me, and then yeah. you would say stuff to me because you said a lot of ignorant things. Was it was it ignorant? <laughs> you know, mean, like I said, I got on there to talk to myself out loud, and um. Maybe it was the Grammys. I think because we used to talk back and forth. And then yeah. I was like, well, who is this? And then, you know, saw that we had some similar friends. And then that's when I figured out you were from Florence. And I was like, why don't I know who that is? Yep, same town. Yeah. Didn't know each other until we were in different states. Right. <laughs> so that's very funny. Uh, but glad to have you. So I'm going to have you, um, as we go through getting to know each other and getting to know our audience, um, I wanted to make sure that we had a fun way. And I know you're a little quirky. That's how is, that, I is that a good word? I like quirky. I mean, it's a good thing. I, I was going to ask you a few questions here and there just to get your perspective. All right. As we get into today. Okay. As we start with uh, Black History Month. Okay. And we want to make sure we uh, represent Okay. Shout out to the, you know, the OG Carter G. Woodson. You know, he got this started with Black History Week that eventually became Black History Look Month. Look at that whole so. month. For us. <laughs> just for us. I don't think it's enough, but we'll we'll... And I don't think it's for us, but you know. Well, it's definitely not for us. Definitely dedicated to us for the other ones. Well, that makes them feel better. Well, it doesn't. It does. Does it? It get, they, they, have, they have their kids learn black history. You think so? Yes. That's for our kids. That's what they say. Especially at the school. Now, when I went to a school predominantly white, mm. that was the most active black history month I had. Yeah, I dressed up Mary McLeod Bethune. Who? <laughs> Mary McLeod Bethune. Wait, wait. Who did it? When I was in. You dressed up as Mary McLeod Bethune. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that sounds. <laughs> did you give them some history about BCU? Why you were Mary McLeod Bethune? I was in second grade. But there was only seven black people in the whole school. So now that I'm reflecting. Oh, you dressed up. <laughs> I don't like the story. Oh, God. What'd you wear? I need a visual. I had a little suit on. And then I had like a roller set. <laughs> now, she wore a suit now. Yeah. She was handsome, had that thing up from the neck down to the boots. <laughs> Couldn't see I did that. all of that, but now that I'm reflecting. He's like, well, maybe. 
I shouldn't have been Mary McLeod Bethune. Well, I mean, you know, she did good things. She did. You know, out from right here in Maysville, yeah. South Carolina. I, it, it, but now that I, I just think about the project, I don't like it so much anymore. But it was good. There were different people that were in it. But I was the only person that was dressed up, I think. Now that I reflect. Nobody else. Okay, well, because it was seven of you guys in the whole school, so you were probably the only one in your class. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Somebody probably remembers that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know it's a problem. Not exactly. But, yeah, I know. I'm hoping I taught them something. You know, if my baby goes to school, if she goes to the school and they have projects, please know I'm going all out. Well, when are you thinking about the whole school thing? Um, When she's got time. Yeah. Probably when she's older. Like how old? Not like elementary school age. Like she's going to have to be old enough to come home. But like, Mom, you know, Miss Jones said this today and I need you to go up here because she don't know who, you know, she's dealing with. I told her my mama was going to come up here when I went home and told her what you said about me. And you need to go, you know, you know, make sure, <laughs> you know, she knows that I wouldn't lie. So you're talking about like seventh to eighth grade? I'm thinking maybe like fifth, sixth, but more likely maybe middle school. Definitely not like while she's young. Like she's going to need to be able to understand like some of these microaggressions that occur. Oh, microaggressions at such a young age. Right. But you know, it's us though. Right. And it happens to us at that age. So, you know, like we are, you know, subject to these things like with the adults in our lives, like, and, you know, we don't know. You know, but you'll hear, like, I've heard things, and it's just like, you said what? What did they say? Yeah. And, you know, they don't understand, but you as an adult, you understand. It's like, oh, okay, some you know, somebody else needs to Oh, well, she's so articulate. She, yeah. She speaks so well. She does. <laughs> That's going to be it all the time. I got that from, like, I don't know, age five. No. Oh. I never it's understood. Gonna, it's going to be a a whole thing. Well, you know, I look forward to hearing the stories. And depend on where we live. That's true. At that time. So. Well, you know, got to be careful. Temptations. You got to watch a movie. Temptations or what's love got to do with it? You said I got to watch it? Yeah. If you had to watch it all day, which one would you watch? The Temptations. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. I got to. What you mean? I got to go see anime. I don't know. But, I mean, I like anime. Yeah. I mean. But ain't I, nobody come to see you older? I mean. <laughs> I don't know. You got if to I get, could not You got to see, get rough. I, you got to get rough in your life. And Ike does entirely too fucking much. Like He does a lot. The part in the studio where he rapes her in there, like, I can't handle it. But it's Lawrence Fishburne. It is. I know, and I feel bad because I just judge him by that scene. You know, because it's like I always see that scene when I see him anything else. But do you not see him as Cowboy Curtis from the Pee Wee Herman show? <laughs> you remember that with that Yeah, Yes, so that was first. But now he going to be a thug and beat up on women? Well, he was Ike. I know. But then he had the I don't know. I got to go with I got to go with it. And the mushroom hairdo. I had my hair done like that one time. Did you like it? I did. did. You did it yourself? No, I had a quick weave. <laughs> There's a lot of things you can pull off with a quick weave. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And then the white girl's doing the quick weaves. Yeah. That was a lot. Well, well they've always done weaves. I, I don't know about the glue. Yeah. The glue was, situation. The glue. I don't know they how call it different go. stuff. Like they'll infuse it and yeah, make it something else. So ends and call it something else. Extensions. Yeah, oh, there you go. That's what I like. That's the word. When I have mine, they say, "Oh, you got extensions." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, got a little weave here. There you go. Extended it. <laughs> That's the way to look at it. <laughs> I guess it is an extension that way. Um, beach or mountains? Beach. 
All right. What's your favorite trip you went on so far? Oh, God. Um, I guess I should say it was in uh, my wedding in Montego Bay. I should say that. But I think it was <laughs> when I went to St. Martin. Why say more? Because we had an awesome ass time. Like it was beautiful. You know, they have the French and the Dutch side. Yeah. And so, like, we went for this is our first anniversary. Okay, so well, we do it twice. So we got married on my husband's birthday. Like officially got married on my husband's birthday. Called up a senator friend of mine, went to the state house, and he did it, you know, did it for us. Because we knew that the wet my birthday happened to fall on a Saturday. So we did the wedding there. So, you know, two birds, you know, two different stones, but you know. So we celebrate um, both. We do the anniversary on his, and it's more so my birthday on the wedding anniversary. So we got the marriage, then we have the wedding anniversary. Gotcha. So um, August 2018, we um, we took like a seven- or eight-day cruise, and we went to St. Martin. So I always get him a gift. So I got him, um, we went on the speedboat that took us different places because he likes to fish. He'll go fishing anywhere, anytime. As long as the water is not too high and it's not raining or too hot, he's out there. He doesn't have to work. He's going. So we um, we did that, and he's like a little flush. You know, he's from Charleston now. Them boys head down there. <laughs> and that was the best time, like, because we, um, we went to both sides of the island, and we did different stops at different beaches. Right. So we got to see, like, different, um, actually different parts of the ocean. It had, like, a lot of flush and everything for him to swim with. And nice, nice. It was dope. Oh, I I think my favorite trip, now I've been to New Orleans and. Um, Pre-Katrina? Uh, well, I've been post-Katrina. Okay. And um, New Orleans is a, is a good time. I think there's um, what you, what you want to do there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't, you can go there for stuff and you need to make sure that you, uh, I guess, plan out. If you want to go like do the touristy stuff, but all the touristy stuff is a little. Interesting. I went during um, when I was in college um, with a friend of mine that's from Atlanta, and we took the train, took the bus um, from Charleston to Columbia, Mm -hmm. and then we took, shoot, did I take another one to Atlanta? I think so, because me and a friend of mine, we went, and we took the train from Atlanta to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. Never been on a train through the States. It was was a long ride, and I felt like cars were passing us. But we were in like the, not like in the little coach part, like where you sit in the seats. We were in like the little back that had like the bunkers with the bed and oh, stuff. Oh, nice. So this was my first time on a train like that, other than like a field trip, like elementary school. Right. Um. So I was like, man, what is, you know, what's going on here? But I will say that Marty, it wasn't what I expected it to be. I think we missed a lot of the activity because we were there for the weekend. We didn't go like when it was Fat Tuesday. Yeah. Because we were in school. But I took a pair of um, white Air Force Ones that ended up in the trash. Yeah, can't can't don't can't go try to back. stunt stunting don't. on bourbon. Bourbon is a little bit. Oh, it was filthy. Yeah, it's a little bit dirty. Uh, mm, mm, it's filthy. But you know, I went and I uh, had a time where um, it was mainly it was really a place to have some drinks and party a bit. So yeah, but it's a lot. You get to some big drinks. <laughs> get some huge drinks. Oh, like yeah, I had the um hurricane. You gotta have one of those. And then you gotta go to three per ones. What's that? You get three drinks for the price of one. I think we did like fifty cent shots somewhere. Yeah, well you start like you just whenever you get up on bourbon. So one time we um got an Airbnb on Bourbon Street. Uh-huh. And you just I mean, 
it was kind of a disaster, but like a good one. <laughs> There's a lot happening. That's not I, that's my favorite place to travel in the states. Did you throw beads from the balcony? I did not throw any beads. You flash people? I did not flash anyone. I did. I you have to. I don't know. It's I the just size of it. the boob. I don't. It's you different. know, and that's why I didn't want. And it was cold. I didn't think it was going to be cold, but my friend wanted some beads, like from, and I was just like, you know, hey, all right, whatever. <laughs> I'm here. You know, it is what it is. It it is. It happened. Yeah, it happened. So my, my favorite trip would be out of the country. It would have to be Puerto Vallarta, Puerto Vallarta in Mexico. Say it again. No. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we uh, we went down there and we rented a place. Got a really really super good deal on it in mm-hmm. the um, nursing retirement village on okay. accident. Oh wow! Yeah, they hated y'all. Well, I, I I don't know. Well, probably, yeah. But we we uh, it was a beautiful place, and we we're wondering why the room was so affordable. But somebody <laughs> had rented out their um their parents like little villa, or maybe that's what they do there. Uh-huh. Perfect trip. Um, just there was nobody under the age of maybe thirty five on the trip. Okay, that works. So it was just us four in the village. It's going to be interesting traveling with my baby. Yeah, how you going to do that? Where y'all going first? I mean, well, I tried to take her to the Bahamas for her first birthday. But then, you know, COVID came through and was just oh, like, yeah. oh, well, I don't bitch. think the fuck not. You can't not go anywhere. this year. Yeah, so, probably not this year either. Yeah, no, not this year either. So we've been restricted to, you know, traveling wherever we can drive because I don't yeah. want to take her on an airplane. Well, I don't. I didn't like my last airplane experience during COVID. You got to sit up there and you got to um, wear your mask. And I can't go, but maybe an hour and a half like that. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind. I haven't tried to put a mask on her yet. It's just breathe, any... breathing the air. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's stuffy air. And I, I have glasses, though. It's a struggle. <sighs> yeah, the glasses, people, no love. Yeah. It's well, a struggle for us. Yeah, well, you know, I think it's going to be our new norm for a while. So here we are. Yeah. Uh, lastly, uh, you want to tell me a little bit about your shirt? I think it's it's blue is your color. Yeah, blue is my favorite color, actually. Well, I was going to ask the next question, this or that, was pink or purple. Then I thought about purple. it, that you'd probably pick purple because it's closer to blue. Well, no, actually, purple used to be my favorite color when I was a little girl, like for a long time. And right. then all of a sudden it was like, I like blue. So you blue had a little it. person, you prefer to dress her in pink or purple? I think she's purple. a pink girl. She's a pink girl. She isn't. She looks phenomenal. In everything, but purple is her <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything actually, but no, pur- more more so purple. Okay, because you know they try to make pink and blue like the girl and you know and the boy thing. I let her wear everything actually, and her dad will tell me he's such an idiot. He gets on my nerves like <laughs> like well. certain things I put on. He'll just make comments, and I'm just like, bro. And he's like, what did she? Um, I braided her hair one day. He was like, okay, Makai, I see you with your AI, your AI braids, <laughs> dude. Like really. Oh, I put a um. She well, had on a little. I have a thing like when people give her things, like especially like clothes and stuff. We have to wear it at least once, right? We're not. We don't go anywhere. I don't take her, you know, out much. If we have to get out, and go in the store because she can't wear a mask, and I feel stupid. I got one on. My baby can't wear one, so I just don't do that. So I put on. She had on a pink puffer vest that I got from Pieces of Posh. Shout out to Latrice James. There you go. I'm wearing Pieces of Posh today too. I saw you come in with your little shirt on. Okay, I'm gifted in black. They didn't have my size, but it's all good. <laughs> Um, but she had on the pink <laughs> puffer vest, and I said, Makai, go show daddy your vest. And as soon as she come up there, I see you, Makai, g g g g unit. <laughs> Cannot stand him. Well, you know, men kind of look at those things a little bit differently, but he wants her to look nice. Well, not because he's a clown. Yeah, well, you got to have you know, a clown. Just, 
Well, you know, we don't mind. You know, <laughs> you just we don't have everybody come over to the circus because we know what we're dealing with. There you go. But um, yeah, my shirt is a guy that I know um actually from Darlington, Jamie Muldrow. He and his wife, I can't think of her name right now. Um, started this. I think I think they started it last year. Family um, matters. Family hustle. Family matters. Family hustle. That's what it's brand. about. Speaking of hustling, it's my last this or that. Okay. Ten years ago, stripper or drug dealer? Oh. Ten years ago, that'll be, ooh, two thousand eleven. What kind of drugs I'm selling? What kind of dope I'm running? <laughs> what am I selling? Uh, I ain't selling no weed now. Oh, so you got to go at the hard stuff. Oh, absolutely. Okay. If I'm gonna do it, you got to do it. Okay. So you selling something that can make you a lot of money? Where am I selling it? That white girl to the white girls? Yes. <sighs> um. I'm uh I'm gonna say stripper. I'm gonna just go with stripper because I ain't I ain't about doing that fed time. Cause somebody go snitch on me <laughs> and it's just like you know. And I was out here, you know, I was slim then, and yeah. I can dance a little bit now. I ain't got no ass, but you know they got doctors for all of that. They they do, and I'm just thinking about how I would have already done that ten years ago. I'm tr- I went to a pole class in October, hurt my damn shoulder because I'm old now and it still hurts. Um, and we were talking about that, and I was and me and you had actually had a conversation before I went there. It was just like, what were we doing? Yeah. And our like we were young in our twenties. Like I just wasted so much of my life away being yeah. wholesome. There I you go. Been What's out the... here, you know, passing that thing around. Well, I wouldn't have passed that thing around like that, but you know, I, I would have been out here. I think for the right dancing. price you could definitely pass it. I'd have been dancing now. Yeah. Like you might not you ain't gonna be able to hit this and you know all of that because you know I'm still, you know, we ain't doing all of that. But you gotta I'd be a lady in somewhat. Yeah, would some, some and I got you know t- I ain't scared of the needle, so you know I'm tattooed out here. Yeah, I'd have got you me a little road map put on and about they shaking that thing. Well, what's yeah. my strip name? I don't know. Nah, I don't know. I, we um, I did a, I, it was peaches. That oh, was my, you definitely look like a peaches. Okay, well we can do that. But well, I guess that works. It was something I was doing. I think another. So how you gonna get extra? So you you'd be a stripper. I definitely been a stripper. So which one are you dating? Ten years ago, would you date a stripper or um? What, a data stripper? <laughs> yes, a male, male strippers? Stripper? No. God. Uh-uh. They don't even have, like, good outfits. They look ridiculous. <laughs> you know, they have their, you know, have their thing out in that little that little shaft thing that they have that they wear. Yeah, they have the little ties. And then they have to tie it up to make it, you know, hurt Yeah, and stick out like that. Nah, and they put things around there. And so knees. a drug dealer? I, I definitely, well, hell, that's fact. <laughs> That's fact. <laughs> Been there, wrote a postcard. You know, don't <laughs> if they if they wanted to sell drugs or be a rapper, they love me. Yeah, or play ball. Well, you know, we love that they love to play ball. Uh, and married the ball player. Yeah, but the rappers. When is too late? It's never too late. However, it's never too late to be a rapper. No, because wasn't two chains like thirty eight? Yeah, he first got but, home? He, but when I guess when he was in that group. Well, yeah, he but he was thirty eight years old, and look at us out here. We, don't, you know, a lot of people don't even know Titty Boy. Yeah, that's true. I had to remind the kids about that. Yeah, that because that's who he was then. Then he came <sighs> up and he was two chains, and he hit it quick. Wait. But you know, you don't know the struggle because he been trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you think? So you think keep trying? Yeah, because Jay Z was old, wasn't he? Yeah, but you still trying. Like where? So when you're when you're talking about. What what else are you doing though? Because okay, that's the thing. Like you can't just be trying to be a rapper and not doing anything else. Well, there are those. Yeah, no, that's not what, a, people use a lot of money on that. Yeah, but that's not what we're doing. Thirty five and up. Like, what you mean? 
<laughs> like that's that's like it's like so it's like hi you know whatever you know my yeah. name is so what is it that you do oh i'm an aspiring artist oh really yeah what kind of art do you do oh you know i'm into music okay word like what do you i'm a rapper ah Right, and you know what, right. I, you know what I always say? You heard the silence. Yeah, but I always say, you know, let me see what you got. Right. Now, who do you do it for? Like, is it like a hobby or like, do you do it hey. at home? Like, like have you, had you on any iTunes? Play? You like, on Title? Yeah, right. They usually can pull out some YouTube videos, but. But you know, you can pay to get on like those other things, right? The other platforms, right? I I guess. Or do you have to have like a certain amount of views before they're like, okay, well, you can get on here? It's a very good question. I have no idea. I, I don't, somebody, I don't know. Somebody let us know. I, I have no idea how they do that. But again, YouTube is where I usually find them. Now, my cousin, you know, he's, I don't know if he still wants to rap, but he, it's nice. And let me tell you, so I didn't know how nice it was for years because I refused to listen to it. Oh, hater. No, no, no. Not being a hater. I didn't want to not like it and tell him that it was dumb. That was the thing. Because, you know, like, we call him, you know, by his name. Yeah. But, you know, his rap name out here is something else. And it's like, bro, like, who's this? Okay. Well, this is who you are now. All right, bitch. So let me. And then I just happened to be in the car one day, and I put it on. And I was like, oh, shit, this kind of bang a little bit. A little I, bit. I see you, cuz. And then you told him it was good? Yeah, I liked it. but And I actually told him that I would not listen to it for a long time. He actually knew it. And I was like, you know, because it was an older one. I was like, well, I couldn't listen to that. He was like, why? He thought it was funny. Oh. I was like, because I didn't want to not like it. You know what I mean? But that's fair. Well, knowing you, you can't, because you can't not tell a lie. Right. So it's just <laughs> like, I can listen to this, not like it, and keep that to myself. However. However. When you come back and you say, what'd you think about? I can say, well, I hadn't heard it yet. Got it. That's fair. See, I just want to lie. I got to do better. <laughs> you just want to say it was good. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, it's and then, different. And then they would have went to, into it like, is it like what, what did you like about it? Or is it like... Hmm? Is it like throat baby rap or is it like? No, it's like if I think I still have it. Like if I let you listen to it, you'd be like, is it oh, like okay. woke rap rap? I don't know. Somewhere in between. I don't know. G. I mean, it's been a minute. Oh, well, it's I not mean, something that, you know, I put in and, you know, listen. To oh, it now, I thought but, you listened to it on the way here. No, but I'm not on the way here. But like he's made <laughs> videos with like um some guys and stuff and it was dope. Okay. I was like, oh, well, good. Let me find out. Well, you know, you got to support black you business, know, yeah. black people. A couple friends, actually, you know. And it was um like I liked his older older stuff, like when he was with like a group. Um, but then like you know the newer stuff that he came out with, you know when his mumble rap got popular. I yeah, was like, they have to change it up. Nah, because I don't want to hear y'all rapping about mollies and perks and all of that stuff. Like y'all talking about doing drugs. Like yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't bop to that. Yeah, no, it's it's but it's catchy. No, it's not. Come on, no. no. Maybe the beat, and then when you start with the words, I'm just like, all right, bitch, I can't, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want that to sizzle in my spirit. Get this away from me. I, I, I can understand that. I can understand that. Uh, well, that's good. I think there's a couple things that we got to get into because I want to talk about, as we were talking about supporting black businesses okay. and, you know, Black History Month. But beforehand, we need to talk about this, um, these Black History Month uh, rules that you got set out. Oh, yeah, I have a list. Um, So, listen, I have a thing with Black History Month. Like I said, we were talking earlier. You know, that's not particularly, I don't think that's particularly for us. Okay. Because we know who we are. Okay, well, you know, a lot of people don't know. A lot of, right, a lot of people don't know. Like, But so, mostly, you know, we know. Right. You know, if you talk that, you know, in your home, like, you'll get, like, the general idea. But it's the life that we live, so it's not like a thing, like, I think it's a thing where people don't feel like it's something we need to be taught. Because it is us. Right. Well, that's true because it's not really for us. Right. Makes sense. 
So it's just, you know, you have the ones that are just out here, you know, the little, I don't even know the version to give you, like, the ice cream version, the kitty version, long, whatever. We'll get straight into it. So there are people that we're giving all of the time, like, you have no choice but to know exactly who they are because yeah. those are the ones that they pick. However, you don't know about the your hometown heroes that right. are making, you know, black history because it's not like a national thing or not even something that they're talking about in the community. Um, I have a list of the top 10 people that I will not be discussing. Okay, black history I'm, I'm, I'm taking it in because I know you're serious. Yeah, we're not talking about them because we already know who they are. Okay. G- can you guess who number one is? Um. Uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Please come on with it. Okay. I mean, hey, I learned. Junior. Make sure you put the junior junior. on that because that was his daddy. (laughs) So number one, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I will not be discussing him because we know exactly who they are. The thing is with him is they don't discuss the truth. Well, they don't want to. Well, yeah, because we can't tell, you know, you know, they, you know, say he was assassinated and all of that. good Not true. Not true. You know, if you're out there, you're listening and you did not know Dr. Martin Luther King, he was actually killed in the hospital by yeah. his doctor. Yeah, with a pillow, suff- right? Yeah, suffocated with a pillow after he spit on him. Yeah, yes. Disgusting. Disgusting. That, now that will get, I will slap the fire <laughs> out of your face yes. if you ever Ugh. like fix your lips to spit on me. And mama carries. Yeah. Please know if you run up on me that I got Marsha with me. Well, Marsha is always with Marcia, you. Marsha is always with me. Ain't okay, no, we ha- yeah, CWPs over here. You got to have your, you got to yeah, have go your concealed weapons license. That, that is important. Yes. Especially like with the days that we're living in now, like people are out here just being crazy and doing things just for presumably no reason. Yeah. And thinking that they have the right to, you know, infringe themselves upon your body. That's right. Your family, you know, your homes and things, protect yourselves. Yeah, do it. Number two, Rosa Parks. Oh. No. Okay. Absolutely not. Uh, well. We know who Rosa is. Yeah. And we don't, we, there's but even we don't more. know. Who came before Rosa? Oh yeah, we don't they, don't. they don't talk about that. They don't. They don't talk about the woman that was in South Carolina that did that. Yeah, we'll get into her later on. She didn't have to look. Right. Yeah. Go. We'll go. 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 Okay. Number three, Garrett A. Morgan. Oh. You know who that is? No. You do. <laughs> Tell me. You do know who Garrett A. Morgan is. You can look that up. Gas yeah. mask, um, traffic light. Yeah, that's him. Yes. Red, yellow, green. Well, people don't know as much about him as they should. I okay, remember well, that Okay, well, Garrett A. Morgan, let's get into that. He made a face mask um, for firefighters. Yes. Um, that where they could get air from the bottom to come, you know, come up into the mask. He created the stoplight after witnessing a traffic accident that was really bad because, you know, they only had red and green. Stop there and go. go. There you go. So he was like, well, we need something that's going to warn them. So it was just like, hmm, let's give a little caution in between the yellow. There Garrett you go. Morgan. See, somebody learned something that was listening. <sighs> Me. Did. Number four, your girl. Which one? Harriet Tubman. Oh, Coming on to the 20. We know Moses. We're not doing that. <laughs> We're she- going to come back and talk about how terrible that movie was. <laughs> and whitewashed. They. <sighs> you hated the movie. I didn't hate it. Okay. I disliked it. Let me tell you what I disliked the most about that is... That Harriet Tubman lived until I think maybe 1934. Yes. She told her own story. You didn't have to fix it. It was, yeah, that's true now. You didn't have to make up anything to go in it. They made it better for some things. They didn't show when she got hit in the head. No. They didn't show that. That was a part of what was going on. They got her out here seeing visions and shit. Like, it's coming to her from the Lord. Now, they talked about God the whole time. No, they, they did bring God the into the movie. The whole time they talked about, boy, <laughs> in the movie. Just like, well, God led me to, you know what? 
the same God that they praying to to keep your ass enslaved. And she told them, like, hey, you're not going back. Be free or die. Favorite part of the movie. Yeah, that's it. Number five, Maya Angelou. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. All right. We don't know who Maya Angelou is. Yeah, we, we definitely do. We know why the cage bird sings. We do know why the cage bird sings and that you're a phenomenal woman. You know, do we know that? You know what I mean? Have you read that book, Why the Cage Bird Sings? Yes. I had to read it at school. Oh, of course you did. You did? Yeah. That one when they was talking about. Now, that that is a true testament um, to where, depending on where you find people in their lives, right. like, you'll think they ain't shit. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't know that Maya Angelou was a real whore. Worked in a whorehouse. Yep. And she was out here selling that thing. So, had she died, and like, in her 20s, she would have died a prostitute. That's right. And nobody, they you know, we wouldn't celebrate her. That's how we live, though. Right. That's why you got to keep living. And, you know, and I think those experiences and things like that that we have, you know, in our lives, you know, that makes us who we are, like, the, you know, the further along that we go. Right. Number six, Thurgood Marshall. <laughs> well, he's in a lot of movies now. He is, has his own airport. <laughs> Did you know that BWI was Thurgood Marshall? Yes, I heard that. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, that's his airport. Well, we like BWI. That's what they want to call that. Number seven, Mae Jemison. <laughs> well, you got to. You know who Mae is? Yes, we do. Dr. Mae Jemison. You know right. who she is. Number eight, Madam C.J. Walker. Oh, come on. No. What did you think about that movie, though? I guess it was all right. I yeah. Tell, you know, I'll tell you, Spencer, she do her thing. She does. I don't know how if I like the way they made it, you know, that she stole it and all. I guess that's the truth, but. Yeah, but they should have made it more so like a blatant thing. Like, she, you know what I mean? Because they made it almost like a fight between the two of them. Like, like she stole it, like, underhandedly, maybe. Yeah. And I don't think that's, that's, I I don't know. I think they wanted a little drama in there. I think so. Yeah. Well, you know, of course you got to have the drama because now we got two people in this market. You yes. know, are we going to buy it from the light-skinned lady with the long hair? Are we going to buy it from, you know, the brown lady, you know, with the long, she got long hair now. Right. But you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, and this is leading up to something else. I don't like to have the light-skinned, dark-skinned debate. Well, That is know, something that you cannot drag me into. I won't drag you into it. And it is, and it's a thing. It's a it whole is a thing. thing. And I guess because I don't like it because I'm, so here we go. Pause for the, pause from the list. Yellow bone. <laughs> Red. I'm sorry. Which one? Which one? Go, go ahead. Key. Yellow. I didn't even listen to that. <laughs> I saw somebody else talking about it. Number one is trash. Yes. It doesn't even sound good. It's just like, man, I'm like, you're making something out here supposed to be like an, is it supposed to be like an anthem? I don't think it's supposed to be an anthem. I think it's a thing that's supposed to celebrate that because that's who she is. And I don't know if it was necessarily, because I didn't listen to the lyrics. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily a thing against, you know, darker skinned women, but well, that's was, how people are taking she it. She is actually, you know, since she's a white Dominican, I think she was just taking a little jab at, you know, trying to make it be funny mm -hmm. about the dark skinned baby mama that the baby has. That's what she said? That's just what they were saying. She was trying to make a little diss record. Oh, was she being petty then? Yeah, and then uplifting herself, which they don't consider her to be yellow, yellow bone because she's right. white. And I bet she won't run up on that baby mama, get her ass beat. Well, let's talk about that. <laughs> well, you she, better, can you fight? Before you start putting stuff out here, can you fight? That's a good question. A lot of people cannot. That's the thing. They hide behind a little bit of a... Well, who you got? Number nine, Arthur Ashe. You don't want to talk about Arthur anymore. You know Arthur? Yeah. You do. There was the black guy in school. He did dress up like Arthur Ashe. He wore like little shorts and socks. <laughs> yeah. And he had a tennis racket. Of course. He had white shorts on. Oh, absolutely. They have to be white. And a polo. <laughs> yeah. What else would they be? 
anyway, he gave his speech about Black at Black History Month. That he was also in. Um, he was not in second grade because we only had seven people, but he was like in fourth. Okay, number ten. Can you guess? I'm trying to think of who he, Malcolm X. No, no, we're gonna talk about Red. Okay. We're gonna talk about Malcolm Little. <laughs> Who's number ten? Jackie Robinson. Oh. Now Jack, now Jack Robinson was my that's my boy. That he's always been one of my faves, probably because he's one of the first ones that I learned about. Right. You know, elementary school. And he was fine too. You he was a Jackie handsome fella. Uh uh-uh, uh. I said he was fine. Okay. Yeah, he was. <laughs> like, come on, Jack, now. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Let's do that. So you don't want to talk about Jackie Robinson? Who should we talk I feel, about? I don't. I don't have to talk about Jackie Robinson because we know you know who he is. You know what I mean? Well, real quick, can we talk about Harriet Tubman on the twenty dollar bill? Go ahead. <laughs> so it's it's getting there. Uh-huh. What do you think? I mean, are they? Are wait, are they still like saying they're going to do that? Yeah. You know how many folks are not going to get twenties because Harriet's on it? Yeah, but I mean, how many are they go print like a hundred? <laughs> Let me get one. Do you think? I mean, as we fade out phase out of using dollars anyway mm. what do you think about it you think she i mean do you think she deserves a 20 dollar bill uh, she deserves a hell of a lot more than 20 dollars i tell you that we right. got a whole line of them on the other bills that don't deserve to be on now one of well i think the replacement of who's that andrew jackson mm-hmm. yeah that's good get him out of there maybe yeah. but have you seen like the image are they going to use that image they keep showing that one i'm not i i they don't have any other pictures of Harriet Tubman. <laughs> they have plenty. That not plenty, but I've seen several different ones. And they that's, can use that one where she's sitting in the chair wrapped up that's, like a mummy. <laughs> I'll take that one. I, maybe they want. There's what? some people out there who like to show, like who want to. That want her to look like a slave. On a twenty dollar bill. <sighs> no, thank you. <laughs> well, you know, whose decision this will come down to? Who's that? Not us. Right. <laughs> That's <what they're> <laughs> a lot of decisions, a lot of decisions to be made. Uh, one of the things that we were talking as we go into Black History Month, I had a question for you because we were talking about black businesses earlier, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. even rappers, and supporting black business. Do you think you feel any pressure just has having a family, having a child? to support black businesses in a way that's different now? Or do you feel like you always knew that you'd want to? I don't think I've, I don't know. I don't feel any pressure like to do it. Like I always try, even if it's not like a black business, you know, like I try to support, you know, like people that I know. Okay. You know, try to keep it within the family. You know, like if, um, for example, one of my high school classmates, um, she has like, um, she has some hens. I want to go live at her house. I feel like she has like a home, a whole homestead over there. Like she got she, hens, like mm-hmm. chicken want, hens. You know, yeah, Mike wouldn't get me a hen, man. What you want to do with it? I just want. I need the eggs. I want to go out. You want to have a hen outside your house? Why not? That's where they live. You live in home. a subdivision, so <laughs> we have a fence. Well, I can't have a hen now because we have the dog, right? And that won't go. Uh-huh. And I didn't get the hen before because we didn't have a fence before we had the dog because there are coyotes, right? So I don't want you know the coyotes you know to come and get my hen. But I wanted the eggs. I wanted the fresh eggs. You know, I'm I'm trying to get into this whole, you know, more natural thing, get some home, you know, grown goods or whatever. If I have my way, I have a farm. Yeah. I'm about to Google. I can definitely, definitely see you with the farm. Oh, yeah, because I want Y'all, cows. she makes great biscuits, too. I'm like, a- <laughs> grandma biscuits. Just want to throw it out there. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, you know. Lard. No. no. Basically. No, not shortening. lard. That's pig fat. Oh, I'm sorry. Shortening. Yeah, you got to use some vegetable shortening. 
That's good. Yeah, we don't, you know, we don't do the swine at my house. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that is yeah. true. Mm-mm. Don't put that in there. But anyway, like I was saying, she has hens. So, you know, I can go down the street to the food line and get my eggs. But, you know, I hit her up because I wanted some, you know, because she had the eggs. So I don't feel pressured to do it. It's just like you try to support your folks, like, when they're doing something good. So then, that, you know, because they need that. Right. And so there's no need, to, you know, to go outside of the loop or whatever, you know, when you know where you can go get it. That makes sense. Now, a lot, of, a lot of times I have an issue with... um. It depends, like, certain people you just can't do business with. Right. And you can't do it because of how they are, because they don't not know how to conduct business. It's just like you have a good product here, you have a good service, but you need to put somebody else on the front line of this. You no, know, right. you go make it, and you go do it, but you let somebody else handle the stuff up front because you're ridiculous. <laughs> I find that to be true, and a lot of times when I want to support black businesses, I'm not able to. In some capacity. And I say not able to. No, no, that's right. I just, I, I am making a decision. Not to. Unfortunately. And also, I feel like when service is not what it should be, then I feel pressure to either not say something or something because I don't want to bash business for other people or whatever. I guess because I want them to continue to be supported. Well, here's the thing. Like, you shouldn't feel the pressure of not having to say anything, especially with a product or something that you've purchased with your own money that you've earned that you could have taken someplace else. Right. Like you don't have to get out here and just like, oh my God, I went to over here to get this plate. Girl was selling plates out the house and, you know, she didn't even, my fries were cold. Now you didn't tell anybody that you was 20 minutes late to pick up this plate. Right, right, right. That the sale was over and they were there holding it for you. But all you know is that your food was cold. Okay, because you expect the same service that you would get when you go on someplace and they fix it right when you get there. Now, this is, you know, you just kind of got to own, like, your part of it. Now, that right. would be, like, you know, just that. Because, you know, I do have some other friends that, you know, they make things. Mm-hmm. And they order things because they ask, do you have anything on, ha- on hand? And they're like, no, I don't do that anymore because I end up with all the stuff at my house and nobody comes to pick it up. Right. So they don't want to do that. So I guess that makes it different because I think one of the things that in trying to find – good products and good support for whatever you're trying to do. Um, I think we run into an issue because in the black community, we don't give each other as much of a chance either. I think, yeah. I think we'll keep ordering from say Amazon, especially if it's cheaper. Yeah, that's true. But we you know that we, we're not taking into consideration some other things. And I think even if it's the same price, right? I think sometimes, you know, we, we just oh, yeah. give others a more of a chance. Oh yeah. You act Absolutely. Like, so there are some people that are not going to patronize your business just because of you. Yep. So how do we get past that? You don't. Okay. You don't. You go with the people that support you and go on about your black-owned business. <laughs> that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. So when you're talking about when we get out here and we got to say things, and there's a way to advocate for what you need. Like, mm-hmm. So there's a way to say, like, if your dinner was cold, there's a way to handle that. Right. Or if, you, you know. Could, did you say something to the people when you picked it up? Right. I have a thing, like, I like to handle things in the moment. Right. Like, I'm not, if I know that I have a problem with this while I am here, let us address this while I'm here. Like, let me not take this all the way home or to wherever it is I'm supposed to get it, and then now I have a problem. Right. Because you never know if that could have been resolved, like, right there. So, so you feel like, well, can I, and I guess I'm saying this because, you know, sometimes people take that as just being nagging or aggravating or whatever. No, that's being a, a customer. So you, So you feel like, for example, we talked about 
people who complain or people who say stuff right then on the moment, it could be received in that way. Does that make sense? Why? Just because people don't want to feel like, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, she said this to me, and I just gave well, her. Well, I'm going to say it either way. Right. It's going okay. to come either way. You just rather it not be your to your face? I think some people are like that. I don't understand. I mean, I, I think directness is sometimes why we are feared just as black women in general. People don't. People are afraid of confrontation. That's but see, confrontation has a negative connotation. I agree. Confrontation is you confronting anything. Yeah, can be good or bad. It's just like the fact that I'm here and we're speaking about it. That is what confrontation is. Like it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Okay. Like I'm. I'm one. Let's. Uh. Okay. So you ever had anything like small happen? Mm-hmm. You didn't say anything at the moment, and then you know the longer it went on. The longer you thought about it, the more pissed off you got yeah. about it. And it was something that was really small. But by the time it comes back around again, you exploded on it. Yeah. And it was like, well, that was eight months ago. Why didn't you say anything? <laughs> yeah. Or or That's true. with me, it's just like, what are you talking about? Like, I've completely forgotten about what you're, what you're saying. Like, what do you even mean right now? Well, I think that, that that's a... Very valid point because I think you just let things fester. I think the same thing in relationships too. I think you know if you, if you have a problem, friendship, relation, you know, romantic relationship, anything. If you don't address it right in the moment, you let right. things go now on that, and on. Now and that's where it gets when it gets personal, right? That's when it starts to fester and get into this this other whole animal out here. Well, I mean, people just go to sleep mad, wake up mad, go back to sleep mad, wake up mad, and it goes on. Here's the thing. If you don't tell me why you're mad, you're going to be mad by yourself. <laughs> That's fair. That's it's just like business. I didn't That's even a, know. That's a good business model. It is. It's just like, well, I didn't know that you had an issue. Why didn't you say anything? Right. All I can see is you out here slamming doors or I haven't talked to you in such a long time or whatever. And even when that happens with, like, anybody, I just assume they're going through or they're busy. Right. But then, so you allow that space for them to just be mad. Right. But it's because I don't know that you're mad. Now, if I give you the opportunity to say what it is right. that you're upset about and you choose not to, is that my fault that you are still mad years later? That's true. You're right. You know what I mean? Like, Is that my fault that, you know, that we aren't friends anymore because of how you felt about something that you could have said to me? That's true. And what about people who get mad? And they tell other people, and they want them to be mad, too. Oh, please, when you come back around, the way you realize that I've done nothing and, you know, this could have been re- resolved or whatever, please make your apology just as loud as your disrespect was. That makes, that's it. That's what you need to do. Because the thing is, is like, so now you have taken your story in, while you're in your anger, spread it out to I don't know how many other people. And, right. You know, they like to say there's only seven degrees between, you know, you and somebody else. So now this thing is starting to multiply. Like, it can just be something, like, random, and it just come up. Oh, yeah, well, such and such, well, you know, you know, she did this, or, you know, she said, you know, this happened. Mm-hmm. So now it's starting to go. It's going down the mill, and, of course, it's not the same as how it happened initially. Right. So right. now people that you don't know have an opinion about you. That's right. Based on something that wasn't even your fault. I think that's one of the main things that we struggle with. Um, people don't know how to be honest. They don't. Plenty of people don't like me because of what somebody else said. And what they do need to know is I don't care. <laughs> as long as they remember that part. That's the thing. It's just like, well, you believe whatever it is that, you know, they said to you. Because I'm not your friend and your friend told you this about me. You mm-hmm. have no reason to believe anything that I would say. 
And I, I wish we would do better with that, just as black women specifically, that we would not, because um, you don't have to tear anybody down just because you don't like them or don't agree with them. Or you just don't have to be around them. Right. It's like, do us all a favor. Yeah. But I think we struggle with that because I think people automatically assume or, or lump us together, particularly in white settings. So um, in white setting, that might be work or school. They might decide that you're all supposed to be together because you are all black. You know, I feel like it almost should be that way. Yeah. You better have an alliance. You got especially to. Especially with your presence. If we're talking like specifically, excuse me, with black women, mm-hmm. because you need an ally. You may not need one, but you're going to want one. You know what I mean? So what happens when they try to pitch you against each other, which also happens at work? It happens. Yeah. And, you know, it just it is what it is. So establishing that relationship prior to recognizing what's going to happen, what's, what's, what's bound to happen. I really wish that it would just be understood. You know, like with these Chinese people, got the Jewish community. Oh, yeah. Oh, when they recognize, oh, it's like, no, you're one of us. And so what's the problem over here? They're going to band together no matter what it is. Right. And we're going to take care of that first and we'll deal with you later. We don't have that. And it goes all the way back. Back in the time. <laughs> that's a, that's black history. It is. And that's what they've done to that's us. A, that's exactly what it is, black history. Because yeah. you know like, that's something that's here. That's right. You know, you go you know, any other places or whatever, um, you know, they recognize you by your nationality. Yep. So... You know, it's like uh, you and maybe Sue at work or Jane from down the street or Maria from round the way. You know, mm-hmm. we go somewhere, you know, we're Americans. Right. And they're going to treat us, you know, as such. They're not going to single, you know, you out like you're better than the other one. Right. All of you. You stink. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. One thing about going to Mexico, I saw that they were not necessarily fans of the guest. I mean, <laughs> well, they definitely weren't fans of Trump. They were fine. They were fans of us, I think, because they just assumed we were not right fans of trump right but if you go if you go down to mexico you can find all kind of uh anti-donald things oh absolutely (laughs) especially when they got the kids locked up in cages that's right that's right like what are you guys doing down there (laughs) the canadians get on our ass yeah the canadians i have found have been you know confused yeah because they share the same land mass that we have it's pretty embarrassing and it's just like well you could take a bridge over here and it's just complete chaos right like what are you guys doing across the street over there what's happening well yeah and then they all look the same in some regards so they get really confused right by that uh yeah i always think it's interesting our relationships and just how that works and how that goes back to black history so maybe that's a good way for us to how do you get away from that i think the thing with that has to be like an education thing you have to own it right just like you internalize all of this hate and this aggression, these other things that you have, you have to internalize that this, even still, yep. has trickled down and essentially is not your own fault. These are things that you have learned, things that you have been taught. This is like your way of life. You don't know any different because this is how you live your That's life. Right. And we, However, and it is, it that is because of this as to why you do it like that now. And I think like, you know, with millennials now that are coming of age, they're starting to do different things. Right. Um, they're starting to do differently from how our grandparents were. Yeah. You know, even our parents and anything, you know. So, especially me, like, with parenting, like, if people will ask me certain things about me and, you know, my baby and, you know, how I do things. And my the first thing I say is, like, uh, you might not want to know how I do it. 
<laughs> well, right, because you do it your way. But you're right because I do what works for her. I do it differently. I do what works for us, and I'm not strictly doing, you know, going down a list of things that should be happening because somebody else says so. Right. So I think more of us got to be that way, though. I don't think a lot of us have the courage to do so. I have the space to do that. Because right. That was something that was established beforehand. Like you know, I know who I married. He know who he know who he married. Right. You know, we agree upon things. And even when we have our differences, you know, we still, you know, we agree to disagree with most things. Right. Or as long as we have like an understanding of each other's opinions, you know, we're good to go. We always agree as to what we're going to do for our baby. Right. You know, that's, you know, it's that. Well, he would like to ask opinions. They don't want it. Or they want to know your truth or what you think. And see, what I've learned from being friends with you is that I'm not going to ask you if I don't want to know. Thank you. I can appreciate that. That's always, that's all I want. Don't ask me. I won't tell. <laughs> that's the thing. Like one, I don't bother any fucking body. Right. I really don't. And a thing that a lot of people may remember about me is how I reacted to a situation. Completely forgetting what happened beforehand. Right. Like nobody's, you know, remembering why. It doesn't matter. Happened. It does matter. Because people think that I'm just like, you know, this whole rah-rah bitch, please. Like, ain't nobody, you know, leave me alone, you know, like, all of the time. And most of the time, like, I'm just mellow. Like, all the time, like, stay in my own world. I'm laid back. But you stand your ground in all situations. You have to. I think that's fair, but I think so many people don't. And they're not okay with what happens as a result of that. They're also not okay with what happens as a result of not standing up for yourself. So So what is okay? That's what we have to search for. I think people are really searching for what they decided is okay, not based on what other people think. Right. And I have, okay, so talking to my husband a lot, he he likes to say, and I told him I'm going to snatch this completely from his vocabulary. <laughs> um, well, they don't, he's like, say, they ain't got no choice. I say, in all things, you have a choice. You have a choice. Mm-hmm. Now, there is going to be, you know, maybe consequences or whatever you may or may not like it, but you absolutely have a choice. Yes or no. And I do know that if I do not, based on what you said, right. this may occur. However, it is going to be my choice whether or not I choose that or this other option that's available. There is a choice. That's true. I guess people aren't ready for what happens as a result of those choices. I guess. It's just like, well, what would you like to drink this morning? Well, can I have some apple juice? Well, we have orange juice. Even though orange juice is the only option you have at this point, you can choose to have it or not. Yeah, that You're right. It does go to a choice. Right. So... I think a lot of people working through that, honestly, even in the 30s, definitely in the 20s. Why do people feel like 30 is old? I mean, it's not old, but my knees are not the same. That's because you're you're aging, but it's not old. And like a lot of my classmates, like they have like grandkids now. Yeah, they do. And people, you know, I'm too young to have grandkids. And I thought about that the other day and I'm like, well. Are we really too young or did we not really know how old our grandparents were when we were kids? You know what I mean? Like, go back and do that math. You know, depending on, you know, what it, you know, what it was. Like, right. my, my grandma was 41 when I was born. Right. You know, she, you know, made it past, you know, whatever. I guess, you know, my daddy was out here, you know, doing his thing, but he was doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, not getting caught up. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, when you do it like that, it's just like, well. That actually isn't too young because by 40 is normally because, you know, back then they didn't do much of anything other than go to work and have babies. Well, yeah. With your grandparents. 
Right. And now we're getting older as women making a decision to not have babies till later or for whatever reason, don't have children until later. So right. You have that too. We're going to, it's education too. So, you know, like then, you know, a lot of them didn't graduate from high school. Right. You know, we're going on to college getting multiple degrees. That's right. Black women are the most educated people in this darn country. That's right. And the most disrespected in the world. And what, I mean, do we, what do we do with that? We just own it and move forward, get better, you don't, keep shining. Do you own it? No, that's not, I'm not owning that. Well, I mean, do you, do you own it in that? When I say that, just recognize that it's going to happen. I guess that's what I, I mean. And just recognize you're going against the grain all the time, every day. Well, I guess you have to recognize that, you know, it is what it is. Right. It's possible wherever it is that I go, but that can't stop me from doing whatever it is. That's right. Got to keep pushing. Right. And not, I'll not look to other people for those answers. Right. Or whatever you're looking for. I like the OG, you know, RIP to Miss Cicely Tyson. That's right. You know, she said, you know, you know, she, she had boundaries. Born in, She's born in 1924. Like, you know, like all of the things that she has seen. Yeah. She was alive when Harriet Tubman was alive. 1924. Isn't that crazy? And then people try to make it seem like stuff was it better. was so long ago. Yeah, so long ago. That was so long ago. Like, why y'all still worrying about that? What? <laughs> it was not that long ago. Right. My granddaddy used to crop tobacco with my uncles in the 90s. That's how they made money, like, during the summer to get, like, you know, the stuff that they wanted. Well, there's there was plenty of uh, servants happening in the 60s and 70s that people still felt like they didn't, that didn't happen. Crazy. Um, and I brought her up to say, because um, we were talking about that, and look at us going off on something else. Yeah. So That's just how random I am. But um, something that she said was, you have to know, she's, oh, God, what's the quote? I put it on our Facebook page. Pretty much saying that if you were not, like, powerful, nobody would bother to beat you down. That's right. So you have to know how great you are. In all things. You know, when you, when you step out the house, you got to know you're doing great things. Yeah. I think it's really important. People talk about Cicely Tyson passing, but there were so many things that she did for us as black women. There were roles that she would not take mm-hmm. um, because she would not be portrayed right. in certain ways. As a black woman, and, and she missed out on some roles. Right, because she's not going to be the mammy That's and right. the cook and all of the stuff. And and so she didn't, some of her breakout roles weren't until much later because mm-hmm. she refused to do that. Right. Was it, what was her first breakout role? Was it um, when she was Kunta Kende's mom? Roots, in the, and she was 40 or 50 in, in that. The lady at um, Black Panther, I think, she, what, she like 81? Mm-hmm. 81? Like it, I mean, that's again, it goes back to it's never too late. And that's right. You think about the timing of that when mm-hmm. Roots actually happened. Yeah. When they actually film Roots mm-hmm. and then now they have a new Roots. What? Yeah. Is, it, is it, wait, is this one T.I. is in? <laughs> is T.I. in Roots? Didn't he do that? <laughs> I don't know if it is. I thought he did. Like he was talking, they were talking about remaking it and like yeah. he was in it. I, I don't know if T.I. was in it. But if if, if he, he is, I'm not watching it. Yeah, I'm not either. Absolutely. I'm also not, not watching a show where he has vitiligo. Yeah, no. I don't. Well, I, I don't. Well, I don't really know. I don't know what is. I feel like they could have found an actor that maybe had. Or they could have. He could have not had fucking vitiligo. <laughs> That's true. Like, is the movie about vitiligo? I thought is it was it about, a show. I thought it was about gangs. What the hell? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Ti has a um, type that he. Yeah, but that's ridiculous. Like, if the movie is not specifically about vitiligo, why does he have that? That's a good question. If they needed like representation, they could have gotten somebody that actually has that to be like his homeboy or his girlfriend. So I think what happens is there's not enough of us in these sit down conversations. He is one of us. 
It's T.I. We're not even going to get into what they got oh, going so on. So we're not going to talk about no. Cliff. We're not going to talk about Clifford and Tamika Harris. <laughs> Clifford and Tamika, they really disappointed me with this confusion. Mm. Again. Well. I just can't stay out the news. I think like, they, why you just can't be rich and happy? You think that. They say money doesn't buy everything. What well, they out here buying bitches. <laughs> Young bitches, too. Damn it. It was disappointing because I really don't want to have to, you know, you know let okay. him go. Now, now, they are allegations at this point. That's right. However, I don't agree. You know, with me, I'm going to believe the victim until I don't. Yes, you got to. Especially with things like that. You know, it, and it's old. You yes, know, we don't we old. don't know. Bill Cosby in jail right now about some old hoes that they said he drugged. That's right. So what are we going to do with Tip? I don't know. I, it's hard for me to even think about that because I just, you know. And, it, and I said it, it probably makes sense now, like how he treats Deja. Yeah. He's very controlling because he already knows. Knows what? <laughs> what he out here doing? What with he out girls? here doing with these other girls her age? You know what? That it, her age. Wow! Isn't that something? Check the hymen. Means nothing. It really didn't. <laughs> it really does not. Girl, I went to school with fell. She was a cheerleader. Fell brokers like that. Yeah. On the top, boom! There it is. Yeah. Well, the more you know, and you can have sex and it still stay intact. Now, I don't know who you having sex with. Well, you know, it's mm. going to stay intact like that, but it, it's, it's that's, possible. No, that's a horse of a different color. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into that, but that's a good question. Maybe next week. <laughs> and I, how are you having sex when the hymen stays intact? I, it does happen. I'm not sure. Maybe it's in different places Mom? for different women. Like the man said he had the dicky do on TikTok? Yeah, his, his, his stomach stuck out farther than his dicky do. <laughs> That's how you're doing it. That's exactly how. We just answered our own question. Yeah, there you go. So, Dickie Dudes and Hymans. How did no, we get here? I I don't know, but I guess it's time for us to head out. <laughs> on that note, um, you can find us at The Weekly Wine Down on Instagram. Wine with a Y. So, that's The Weekly Wine, W-Y-N-E, down. And that's on Instagram. Follow us now. And on Facebook, we're Geek for the Week. Um, stay tuned for it on those um, platforms for questions and if you want to give us any feedback we'd love to have it um, I want to say special thanks to Key for joining me this week and hopefully every week after that we'll be here man there you go G and Key we out getting geek for the week thanks for joining us 